Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time? Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question... Should I buy it, though? Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am... Resident Evil TV show. <laughs> uh, I'm TJ, the resident goodness, but short light. Resident light. goodness. All resident, right. resident goodness limited light. <laughs> and we are reviewing something a little bit different today. It's not a video game, as you probably could tell by my intro there. Um, it is the Resident Evil Infinite Darkness animated TV series that just came out on Netflix uh, a little less than a week ago. Hasn't been out that long. And um, yeah, this is our second time, I believe, reviewing something that is not a video game. It's related to video games, but uh, it's not itself a game. The first one that we did was you guys did Jingle Jangle way back when, We right? did do Jingle Jangle. That was fun. Oh my goodness, yeah. I wasn't there for that review, but I listened to it and I loved it. So, um, this is our second time doing something sort of like that. Uh, should you watch it though kind of episode. <laughs> so, uh, for context, uh, of course, I am a huge Resident Evil fan, as you could probably tell from our other Resident Evil episodes that we've done. TJ, I'm, I'm curious, how big of a Resident Evil fan are you? Have you played the games? Are you into it? I enjoy Resident Evil. Um, I like 4 and... F- like, my favorite is 4. I played 5. I didn't get to play the newest one because I don't have a PS5. <laughs> well, oh, wait, 8? You could play 8 on the PS4, can't you? Can I? I think you can. I don't think Resident Evil I, 8's a PS5 exclusive. I, I might have to look into that. Resident please Evil do, Village? because, yeah, Village was yeah. very, very good. I gotta look um, into that. Please do. But anyway, uh, this is the TV show. It follows uh, Leon Kennedy, who was the star of Resident Evil 4, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil... He was the lead in 6 as well, I believe. But he's he's one of the main protagonists in the series. It follows him and it follows Claire Redfield, who was sort of his partner in Resident Evil 2 remake as well. Um, and this show takes place directly after Resident Evil 4, um, after the events of that game. And it essentially follows Leon and Claire on their journey um sort of tackling not a new virus i believe it's still the t virus but a new outbreak of that virus that's found its way into a little country in asia i believe it's fictional i don't think it's real i I hope i'm right on that and then um also an outbreak in the white house that happens in america that leon has to deal with because he is also uh, a secret agent for the president of the united states it's a little goofy but (laughs) You know, uh, it's Resident Evil. It's campy. It's it is what it is. It, it's a fun time. But um, one thing that I thought was really cool: the actors that played Leon and Claire in Resident Evil Two Remake, their voice actors are back for this show. It's their voices, so it's the same actors there. And we have a couple other uh, famous talents, like uh, Ray Chase is a big voice actor. He voices Jake in this show. I think that's his name jake big guy big secret agent and um yeah so 
let's before we go into like just the overall quality of the show, the story, the writing, the characters, all that stuff. Real quick, let's touch up on the uh, the animation style of the show, how it looks visually, uh, how it compares to maybe other animations that we've seen recently. For me, um, I was impressed by it. Like it, it's sort of going for a more realistic approach. It's not like cartoony at all. Um, sort of closer to how the games look in the RE engine, uh, and I, I don't know. Oh, I, for the I record, this is a CGI. Um, CGI anime. Okay, gotcha. Series. So yeah. that's probably why it looks more uh, realistic than anything else. Yeah. But yeah. until you, you look at, at home, like, like if you're watching, it's just it's animated. It's not live. Right. It's not real people. (laughs) It's not a live action show. You can totally tell once you see the characters' faces. Like, oh, okay, this isn't real. I think they're trying to tie it into live action. Were they really? I think, like, I think they're trying to do a bunch of stuff. I think they're trying to make a live action show and they're trying to do a bunch to, like, tie it over. Yeah, and I think a movie's coming out. Um, Yeah. But anyway, I was impressed by the CGI and all that stuff. I was impressed by how the show looked. The environments looked very, very nice to me. Uh, what did you think? Did did you like just the visual art style of the show? I did. I liked the way it looked. I thought everybody moved well, except for the president of the United States. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, like it does. It looks pretty good. Uh, what you okay. would expect, really, from a CGI game? Not game. For sure. Show. <laughs> show. Uh, Uh, And it's on Netflix in case I hadn't stated that. But uh, anyway, yeah, there's not really too much to say on that other than, hey, it looks good. They did a good job. Good job, Capcom. I believe the show is also produced by the main creators of uh, Resident Evil. This isn't like some outside uh, group making this. It is like the Capcom influence. So it's like an official storyline of the Resident Evil series. Uh, Again, it takes place after the events of Resident Evil 4. Uh, and this is a good time where we should probably jump into the main crux of the review, which is the story of the show. Um, it is... It's okay. I'll just go straight out and say that. It is so-so. It's not bad. Like, I I had fun watching it. I guess I just don't... There wasn't anything that made me really like want to clamor to watch the next episode. It is written very much like a side Resident Evil story, which is very much what this is. It's yeah. still got the Resident Evil camp in there. It's still got the virus that Leon and Claire have to take down. But it's it's nothing special. It's very much just, you know, Take out the zombies, protect the president, right? Yeah, it's very standalone. This definitely is for someone, especially if they really tie it into things. Like, especially for someone who is really into lore. Yes, that is for sure. I wouldn't watch this if you're not a Resident Evil fan. Like, if you're just yeah. like, oh, look, a TV show. I don't have time to play the game. Let me just watch the four episode series. Four episodes. It's and only again, four episodes, like, yeah. <laughs> if you're into Resident Evil, then maybe? Then maybe... <laughs> The fact that it's four episodes, if you tally that up, they're 30, ep- 30 minutes each, I think, and that tallies up to about two hours, which is like a feature-length film. So it's essentially film length here, these four episodes. Um, but it's 
it's not special enough to where someone that isn't familiar with Resident Evil could jump right in and be like, oh, let me get a taste of what this is like with this. I, I wouldn't do that. Not only that, but it's very much not like a traditional Resident Evil game that focuses on horror. Some of that is there, but it's more of like an action spy uh, military zombie thriller kind of thing, you know? Um, Leon is going in guns blazing into these places, trying to track down where this virus came from, and Claire is doing more of her own investigative journalist sort of thing uh, off to the side. Like, their stories are pretty much separate. Um, and, and they do encounter each other a couple of times, but I, I guess it's just... I, I'm not making yeah, it sound very interesting because it's They disrespected not. Claire in that too, then. <laughs> Yeah, they originally, do. I mean, she's kind of a badass, right? Yeah, like Claire is like a dope character, and like they make present it like these are two main characters, kind of thing. First of all, you know, you can basically tell who the villain is from the beginning. Oh, right. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, but like they basically present it like this is both of their stories, and then like more and more as it progresses, Claire kind of just becomes like a side character. Oh, they right from the very beginning, over. you're like, oh, so this is Leon's story. They don't yeah. care about Claire. Um, Just like the games. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they did a better job with RE2 Remake, though. I mean, yeah, the focus is on Leon, of course. But, I mean, she, her side of that story is also very fulfilling. And she gets to do shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, not so much in this, <laughs> unfortunately. But... um TJ, you watched more episodes than I did. For context, TJ watched the whole thing, all four episodes, and I watched two of them. So Dude. I got through half the show. I'm going to watch the other half tonight. Um, by the end of it, d- does it pick up from those two episodes, or does it pretty much stay along the same track of, all right, we're going to go investigate the bioweapon, and we got to take it down and do some stuff? I, I mean, there's obviously some action in it, but it's definitely mostly just storytelling. Yeah. What I think it is, too, though, is I think they're trying to make up for every other iteration of a Resident Evil, like, film slash TV show that they've ever made, where people always complain, like, the story sucks, but, like, there's a bunch of action. Where in this, we was like, all right, let's cut back on some of the action, and let's focus on our storytelling. So this is probably the strongest storytelling that Resident Evil has ever done, like, TV film-wise. It's just still not like amazing it's just okay right i mean i am intrigued I'm, i am like oh how did the virus get into the white house uh, how did that occur which sounds goofy now that i say it like out it's loud, interesting but... enough to like kind of keep your attention right it's not it's just like you don't it's not like super craving like i'm not but it's not like i'm not hanging on every word like oh my yeah. god where is this gonna go I'm it's like, not like okay. when like game of thrones was like hot and you're just like oh my god i can't wait till next week Exactly. You're just like or, a, okay, like what's gonna happen? Or recently, Loki has been doing that. Or Loki. I see. I haven't. I'm behind, bro. I haven't seen Loki, and I haven't Dude. seen. Um, Not to date this episode, but the final episode of Loki came out today, and it was phenomenal. Why oh, haven't we started just reviewing like the Marvel shows and stuff? Like every like week comes out, we just go over episodes. Let us know at home, everyone, <laughs> if you want to see more TV show reviews. We'll do some of those Marvel shows for you. Let us know for real. We'll bang them out episode by episode. <laughs> DM us on Twitter, and we'll you know we'll we'll make that happen for you. Okay, but. Back to Resident Evil. So the story is what it yeah. is. It's pretty much the same as the games. You are taking down zombies. You are taking down the bio terrorist threat. 
Um, and there's a bad guy involved there. Uh, I don't think we want to get into too many spoilers, or, or yeah. if we do, uh, who's gonna we'll watch it? We'll alert you, but like, yeah, there's, there's no point in watching it if we give you the spoilers. I mean, <laughs> so we'll, we'll hold off on that for now. But it is a little obvious, like TJ said. Let's go ahead and talk about the characters of the show real quick, which go in tandem really with the story how they handle the two leads, Claire and Leon, which we've touched on a little bit in sort of the supporting cast here. So I love Leon to death, and I think I still think he's great. I love the voice actor for him. Um, I do respect that they sort of capture Leon's essence following Resident Evil 4. Even though he's RE2's voice actor, he sounds uh, and feels a lot like RE4 Leon. He's hitting on people. He's saying stuff like, hey, you want to go out after this? And cringy dialogue like that like rest in peace assholes he's more of the campy secret agent leon rather than the scared rookie police officer you know so i respected that a lot in the writing um claire's claire she's the same and she's a bit toned down a little here she doesn't go doing anything crazy like she did in her game but the supporting cast um I don't want to say they're not bland by any means. Like they each have their own identity and their own personality. They're a little tropey, though. They feel very yeah. much like uh, caricatures of who they're supposed to represent. Like the one guy, Patrick, is very—he's a secret agent as well, and he's like sort of the coward of the group. Like, oh god, I've never done this before, you guys. There's the big strong guy, like get it together, champ. And then there's the badass woman also there, too, um, that's hanging around. That's the girl that Leon asks out at one point, which I thought was very funny. So very uh, stereotypical characters, but I don't want to say they're necessarily bad. What did you think of them, TJ? Yeah, they're not, like, caricatures. They're just, like, characters that you one expect from the Resident Evil franchise, like, the kind of characters. I'm just like a... Right. They're not over the top in any way. They're just very indicative of what yeah. those characters are. It was like, this is this them. is definitely what this guy's role is. This guy is. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, how did you like the representation of Leon and Claire, especially since those are the characters we're familiar with? I thought they were well done. Like I definitely thought like they definitely played into what those characters are like and like their motives and all this stuff. I feel like... Um, I don't know, I feel like I was actually watching something that Leon and Claire would do. There was not no point where I was just like a... For sure. I don't know if he would actually do that. I mean, I, there were a couple, like, quips in there where, like, it was a little cringy, but... A little bit. But the voice actors handled them that, well. Like, like of course they're cringy. Yeah, like, no, the writing. like, it's definitely, yeah. like... Like, it's handled well. Like, again, like, this is prop. Like, I would even say, like, through some of the game stories. Like, this is the strongest story and probably like performance wise that resident evil has again like i don't know anything about village so i don't know how well it gets but like it's not bad like i definitely sure. like it's it's definitely like interesting to watch um it's probably made the most sense out of most resident evil things because <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah. of times you're just like thrown somewhere you're just like i fully like i still don't quite know why i'm here that's 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 very true i would play i would play resident evil 8 as soon as you can because coming out of that game i think that's the best resident evil story it's not my favorite game out of the series but the story is like i'm very excited for nine after playing that game so check it out 
Um, and you could hear our review of Resident Evil 7 and 8 if you go back to one of our previous episodes. We did both of those back in May. So check those out if you're a fan. Um, what hey. else should we touch on, TJ? This is going to be a very short review because there's not a whole lot here this to talk short. about. There's not gameplay or anything. So what, what else do you think is there to touch on, if anything else? I don't know. I just kind of felt like this would have probably been better as a movie. It feels like it was a movie cut into episodes. Absolutely. I completely agree because, I mean, like I said, four episodes, 30 minutes, it's movie length. I don't know. Do you think maybe they also, thought we'll get more money as a TV show through Netflix as opposed to releasing it as a film? Do you think more people would watch it as a series? I don't know what their thinking was there. Like, I think they just crammed a lot into it. Like, it definitely, even more than the movie, it feels kind of like you're watching a bunch of sped up cutscenes. But, um,. I probably feel like if they dropped like a two-hour movie, they were probably worried that like people aren't gonna watch this. So they were yeah. like, if we cut it into thirty minutes, then like it'll be easier to consume because people can just like leave and come back, which I agree with. It's just you can feel it. Part of me wanted like after watching some of those opening scenes, I wanted like a game out of this, which I guess is a compliment. Like Leon going in shooting zombies in the White House, that's kind of cool, and it's dark. Well, like this whole concept, like if it was a game or like God forbid DLC, like I would play that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it gets more action packed, like Resident Evil Five and Six, which people tend to not like. But I think this game balanced it. Not this game, this TV show balanced it well with really tight corridor spaces making it more horror-esque like the scenes in the white house and then making it more wide open military-esque shooting a bunch of zombies out in the open you know um so there was there was a nice balance there um but yeah the, those that was the story those are the characters yeah, um, there's, there's no gameplay um <laughs> would you want them to make more shows like this following other characters like maybe chris redfield or do you think like yeah you know what i had my fill with this they don't need to do this again stick with the games please you know i'm not sure um like definitely the games are a lot more fun but i I feel like if they actually had stretched it out made like a legitimate series not like a little mini series like it probably like would do better okay i I think i would agree it wouldn't it wouldn't feel as rushed and they can actually flesh out more characters right absolutely Um, and then they can actually like take their time to do stuff but like i guess like i would watch more like especially if it was like chris like i'd give it a shot absolutely like i and again that that's coming from two resident evil fans so like if you are already there like it is worth a watch to me this isn't some a cheap third party people making the show it's capcom they know the characters so uh yeah it's, it's definitely not like something they're just like throwing out there and like we're just fanboys or something like it's actually like it's not bad they like, put in work so okay, yeah. watch. but it's definitely for like not people who are just getting into the series or just need something to watch i think you definitely have to be kind of into resident evil right this. you have to be where we are <laughs> you know yeah um so take that as you will. If you're not there, I, this isn't my vote yet, then maybe don't. But if you are a fan, then give it a shot. But that being said, do you think we are ready to move into a vote, TJ? Uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything else. 
So yeah, I can't let's vote. Let's do it. So, in the case of Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, how do you vote? So, I think so, after your vote, you should also give it, like, a rating. But from, like, out of... Like, out of know, 10? Five, out of 10, maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely, I'll do that. That's a good idea. So, for me, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness... I haven't finished it yet. I got halfway through... I plan to go back and finish the other half. Like, it hasn't completely turned me off, you know? And I am a Resident Evil fan, so I might be a little bit biased. I want to know what happens to my, my boy Toy Leon, you know? I, I gotta know. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's not... <laughs> it's not the greatest thing you'll ever watch either, that being said. Especially if you're not a fan. This is not something I would recommend you on Netflix <laughs> if you got nothing else to do. Straight up, just... Uh, oh, yeah, don't. Sure. But if you're there, then yeah. So if you want to take that as a yes and no, you can. Overall, <laughs> go. Oh. Am I ranking this as a Resident Evil show or as a TV show? If it's a TV show, then if it's a Resident not. Evil show, is great. <laughs> okay. If I am, <laughs> if I am saying you should or should not watch Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, ah. Uh, I'm Should people say, watch it at all, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say no, and it hurts a little bit. <laughs> I am a fan, but like, this—it's it, not a great TV show. It's a good Resident Evil show, so that—it's a don't watch for me. The characters aren't anything to write home about, other than Leon and Claire, of course. Even Claire, not that much in this one. Um, oh my god, you would Claire, much rather. Yeah. You would much rather go and play a game. That's what I'm saying from this. Don't watch the show. Go play one of the games if you if you are not a fan. That's what I want you to do because then you'll love it. Then you'll go and watch the TV show, okay? So for me, uh, Resident Evil Inf- Infinite Darkness is about a 6 out of 10 as of right now. I haven't gotten to the end. Just slightly above average because it does look very good. Uh, but it's nothing more or less than that, a six for me. So, yeah, okay. you should not watch it, though. Nice. Okay. Uh, so for me, um, I'm not going to lie. Originally, I had no interest in watching this at all. Like, I saw the trailers. <laughs> and like, if it wasn't for sure, I'd buy it. I probably wouldn't even watched it. That mm-hmm. being said, having had actually watched it, uh, it did kind of feel like a slog at times like i was just sometimes i was not enough just because there's just like there's not a lot of action and it's a resident evil movie you come for it for the zombies um stay for the story i guess um as a piece of resident evil media like it's it's pretty good but like as a piece of like regular media like if i would choose this over something else i wouldn't say anything else but there's a lot on netflix where i just like it i would probably watch instead um I'm probably also gonna give a do not watch, just because like one you do have to be like, I feel like you gotta be a diehard Resident Evil fan to even really enjoy it to like get because like there's a lot of like small things that they put into the characters and nods and stuff to the games where you're just like oh okay this is cool just like oh I remember that but then like if you're just some regular Joe at home and you're just like trying to find something to watch you're probably just gonna you probably turn off that. You probably you might not finish episode one. So, but at that point, uh, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna say do not watch. I would probably around that like six seven. 
Cause like, okay. it's not like super terrible, but it's just it's okay. It's just okay. Um, there are definite there's better stories somewhere. The acting was fine. Uh, sometimes it was a little dull, but for Resident Evil, like again, like and I said earlier, if they did something else with like Chris Redfield or something, like I would watch it to see how it is. So like, it's not god awful, but I still wouldn't like recommend this to my friends to watch it it's not a need to watch of any means no definitely not but it does make you want if as a piece of marketing though for like playing the games and like buying one like good job yeah i mean like i don't know i don't think this is gonna tie into like a resident evil 4 remake or in in any way or like a sequel i think this is its own i definitely think they're trying to push more towards media like TV and film, and I push think this what? is their first like. I definitely think they're trying to push more into its like TV and film, and like building the world around Resident Evil. Because I know there is that live action that they're working on, um, but like we'll see. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But in the case of Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, you should not watch it though. With a rating of six out of ten and a six, did you say six out of ten? Uh, like six. Well, we'll say like six point five. Uh, and a six point five out of ten. So unfortunately, ah, that sucks because I like Resident Evil, but it is what it is, right? It, the first episode that Austin hasn't been on here, and we gave it the do not watch hammer because Austin wasn't Austin here. We told them do not do it. We need Austin to come back so we can be <laughs> positive again. Then we'll be positive. Exactly. But uh, anyway, that was our review. A very short one, but that's okay. We'll be back next week with the games and with longer episodes. Uh, We would like to thank our patron, Jerry Benetatos, for his continued support. And if you like this show, go ahead. Please check out Dungeons & Drimbus. That's our other podcast, our actual uh, live play D&D podcast. Um, You guys would like that a lot. We do a lot of silly voices, play a lot of fun games, do kooky stories right and um all that fun stuff so check us out over there follow our twitter at uh drimbus pod and at should i buy it though uh anything else tj before we sign off um no just us stuff if you guys be interested in us doing more like tv shows and reviews things of that nature Yes, please do. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, if you're in the Discord, reach out to us there. And um, please, if you want us to do some of those Marvel TV shows, we absolutely can. Let us know. Because right now it's a little bit of a dry spell for games, but hopefully that picks up in a few weeks here uh, when a couple games come out. But anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.